This is the High School Football America podcast for March the 31st, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameScrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability and customer service with great plans priced right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right. I say it every time when I do this. You can take the boy out of Pennsylvania, but you can't take Pennsylvania out of the boy. So I enjoy each and every conversation when I get to go back home, uh, going to Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania right now to talk a little Cumberland Valley football, the Eagles. And uh, the reason for this is uh, throughout the last week and a half on all of these podcasts, we've been hearing all kinds of great stories from coaches about, uh, you know, the new norm, you know, using Zoom, using Skype, uh, making sure that the kids during no contact or doing the work, making sure that they're in shape and, and, and getting ready for what I do believe will be a 2020 season this year. And I saw this video uh, this morning that was just, it, it, it blew me away. I got to be honest with it. It was a young man from uh, Cumberland Valley, from Mechanicsburg, who was, uh, he created a weight room. And you're like, oh, well, there's a lot of people that can have weight rooms. Well, the point is, is you can't have a weight room with hay bales. <laughs> And that's what this young man has, Gerald. Uh, I think it's Stiegelman. We're going to ask Coach here in a second if I got that right. But he's a sophomore to be in the Cumberland Valley football program. And uh, yeah, he he was he put a bar between two hay bales and was working out. And I loved it. And I uh, I, I then kind of direct messaged the, the new head coach there, Josh Oswald. He's an alum of Cumberland Valley. He's in his first year, getting ready for his first year. And I said, we got to talk about this. And he said, you know, all of the kids are being creative. So we're going to talk about Gerald's uh, great idea of hay bales and what the other kids are doing. We're going to talk a little Eagle football here. District 3 style, for those of you around the nation who don't know it, it's a darn good brand of football. Welcome to the show, Coach. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, it, it's it was fun to see that this morning. You know, you, I guess we're all spending a little bit more uh, time on social media than we need to right now, but it's a good distraction. So let's let's talk about Gerald first, and then we'll go on. You said everybody's being creative, but uh, he he tugged you in it, which is probably something that he was supposed to do by tagging you. Uh, what did you think when you saw him uh, pumping some hay bales? Well, I mean, yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh, and actually, this is our second. Uh, second time that hay bales have made an appearance in our off season or our off season, our off season at home workouts here. So, uh, last week it was one of our offensive linemen that was uh, doing hay bale flips, um, which got some attention across Twitter. Um, but, uh, on, on March 20th, I guess that was our first Friday at home. Um, I sent a message out to all the boys and just said, Hey, this is what the hand we're dealt. We're going to be remain positive with it and uh, be creative along the way. Um, and my strength coach has sent, uh, you know, some different ideas and things that you can do at home, but they are taking it a little bit further and having a little bit more fun with it. <laughs> That's for sure. And, and knowing uh, where Mechanicsburg is better than most outside of, we'll call it outside of Harrisburg, I guess, for people to, to you know, understand it. Carlisle's around there. You're, you're more toward the, the Maryland border there. I, I would assume the reason for the hay bales, uh, not only with Gerald, but the other player and all that, is it's, it's, it's more of a rural community, right? How would you describe for people around the country what Mechanicsburg is all about? We'll kind of paint the picture first. Uh, Cumberland Valley, when it came into fruition as a school district, was first known as Cal Valley, um, and it since then has has really grown. I mean, it's it is pretty much in the center of the state. Uh, it is about 15, 
20 minutes uh, west of Harrisburg, the, the state capital. Um, and there are still a, a handful of, of large um, farms and, and different things that surround the district. But like I said, it is a, a forever growing district with a lot of industry too, but it's kind of cool to see these, uh, these guys find the farms and, and get put some work out in the, on the farm. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So let's let's talk a little bit about some of the other uh, things that uh, you've seen that has been creative like that. Uh, like I said, we don't want to leave any of the boys out. We don't want to just focus on Gerald. It's just the one I happen to see, right? So who are some of the players that have uh, been shown? Because it's leadership now, right? These guys are doing this. This is when no one's watching is when character comes out, right? So who are some of the other kids that are impressing you with their away from uh, you know ca- or in captivity <laughs> workouts? Yeah, absolutely. And and before I, I go into that is, you know, our sport, like a lot of other sports, so I feel like uh, adversity is something that strikes in the middle of a game, in the middle of a season, you know, leading up to a season. Um, here's another example of adversity striking and, and us not being able to be together and team build. Well, we can still team build, even though that we're doing it from the comfort of our own home. Um, but some other guys that have, have done that, uh, Noah Brown, our, one of our rising freshman linemen, was flipping hay bales. Um, the guys are uh, using buckets of baseballs to curl the baseballs um, and do different workouts and do some uh, different squat workouts with them um, and, and flexibility and mobility stuff with household items. Um, you know, Gerald earlier last week was doing some – it looked like he was splitting some uh, wood – the fire stove uh for the wood stove and uh was unloading it out of the truck um you know and it has become a competition like who can be the unique one today that coach is going to tweet out uh or the local media out here is going to tweet at um so again it's kind of keeping our sanity uh you know it it is groundhog day every day and we're stuck (laughs) in the whatever quarter to half acre lots that we live in and this is what we do so uh, just trying to gain uh, additional attention and, and just have fun with it, really, and stay positive. Yeah, and, and the creativity. It's, uh, I'm an old guy. Uh, I remember when Steve Carlton was great for the Phillies, and one of the things he used to do was, you know, put his put his hand in a big old vat of rice and and and, and twirl it around or something like that. So, right, necessity is the mother of invention. Josh Oswald is on the line, the new head coach at uh, Cumberland Valley. So let's kind of advance into um, you. Uh, we'll talk about uh, you know being the first year guy in the distance and getting things started. But I think what helps you out a little bit is you're an alum. And uh, to tell us a little bit about uh, uh, coming back to the alma mater. And, and, and I got to imagine you're just thrilled to death with that. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you're doing to get, get things back uh, to, to where you want it to be with your own thumbprint. Well, I will say I'm, I'm very excited to be home. Um, my high school career, football career, ended uh, against Easton, which is where you're from. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. <laughs> Easton High School uh, knocked us out of the state playoffs my, my senior year in 2003. I I'm a graduate of Cumberland Valley in 2004. Um, I played my college ball at Shippensburg University, uh, which is also in Pennsylvania's Division II football um, program. Um, and uh, I'm entering my 11th year as a head football coach. I spent six years at Carlisle High School, uh, which is local to here as well. And then I uh, am finishing up my my fourth year at Central York High School, which is in York, Pennsylvania, which is a little bit closer to Baltimore. Um, and, uh, you know, finishing up my teaching there this year, and then I'll be starting at Cumberland Valley full-time in August. But 
I was hired the week before Christmas started. So, uh, you know, just trying to transition things over and, and, you know, it's a six, a classification high school. So it is a large school district. I think we're, we're projecting about 3,100 kids in the high school next year. Um, so trying to get in touch with all of these families and, you know, recruit my brand and recruit our program, uh, was difficult throughout the holiday that we came back after the new year. And, uh, really January and February was fantastic. Um, we, we hired a strength coach and we hired a, a speed and mobility coach as well. Um, and we were in there for the, you know, like I said, January and February and really seeing some great gains and, and really working with these kids on, you know, the fundamentals of weightlifting and getting stronger and faster, um, you know, and then, like I said, like we've all experienced, uh, March 13th was really uh, the start of it up here. We were shut down and, uh, you know, we had to become creative to, to kind of flip over to doing what we're doing now. Yeah, no, a, a true Friday, the 13th, Josh Oswald is on the line. He's the yeah. uh, new head coach at Cumberland Valley, but uh, no stranger there, as you, you just heard him say. And, you know, Coach, one of the things that I think, you know, that I'd like to talk about here because we're trying to, you know, t- as you said, you know, we're in a tough situation, you know, take everybody's mind off of things, give some tips because we all know the coaching profession, the fraternity is is large. Uh, you've had to put together a staff, right? I'm, I'm sure there's some holdovers there and all that. But yeah. uh, what, are, what are some of the things you look for when it comes time to put together a staff? And, and maybe for the guys that are out there listening to this, because we do have a lot of coaches that listen to it, you know, looking to break into the profession. What are some of the questions you ask so they can be prepped when it comes time to to see if they can become part of a staff? Well, I mean, I've been put in some unique situations. I was hired at 23 years old as a a head football coach at Carlisle, which was a quad A, the highest classification at that point, and didn't have a a group to pull from. Um, So interviewing and trying to get these guys uh, to to kind of follow my lead – it's difficult to figure out an interviewing process. Um, so basically what I'm looking for, and it might not fall in line with a lot of coaches now is it's not a matter of what, you know, as far as X's and O's, it's how are you able to work and grow relationships with the young men that we work with? I, I really, I've hired guys. I've, I've hired custodians. I've hired um, contractors. I, I've hired um, retired, retired people in, in the area. And basically you know, if they don't have much of a football base or their football base is outdated, I just want to want to be able to teach them. So, you know, kind of what we're doing now, and I spent again, January and February interviewing, uh, I think we had 28 different folks interested in the positions that I had available in my program. Um, and right now we do a lot of zoom, uh, a lot of zoom meetings with my staff and all we're doing is teaching them the X's and O's. I've, I, the, the folks that, that I've hired, are really good with working with kids. Mm-hmm. And that's really where it, where it starts. I've worked with coaches that know a lot about football and are really good behind the scenes, drawing on the board and, and, and chalk talking and just talking ball. But if you put them in, in a room of 10 to 15 young men, teenagers, and they can't relate or they can't uh, paint that picture for them, then what good are they for the program? So I've actually leaned more towards getting good people that work really well with kids and teaching them football than finding guys that know football 
than teaching them how to work with kids. It's a lot easier to go the other way. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Josh Oswald is on the line. He is the uh, head coach at Cumberland Valley, entering his uh, first year there, as you heard him just say. And you know, I, I think I want to take a little quick left-hand turn here because people are probably hearing Carlisle and go, why, why do I know Carlisle? And I would say, uh, did you ever hear of Jim Thorpe? Now, of course, it's not his hometown, but that's where uh, the legend began, yeah. I guess, is the best way to say it. What was it like coaching a town? Is, is Jim Thorpe brought up a lot in, in the town of Carlisle when it comes to football there? Uh, not so much, believe it or not. I mean, there's the Carlisle, there's the Army War College in Carlisle where a lot of Jim Thorpe uh, memorabilia and stuff is placed. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of talk. The big names in Carlisle is, is Billy Owens. If you remember oh, Billy yeah. Owens was a, <laughs> you know, in the 80s uh, and, and Jeff Lebo, those guys won a couple state, well, Billy won four straight uh, state basketball titles. Um, but Billy had an older brother, Michael, who was a stud football player, they both went to Syracuse. Billy played basketball and Michael was a football star. Um, but their dad is still prominent in Carlisle. And actually, Bill Sr., he, uh, he was one of my top assistants at Carlisle when I coached there. So um, that's pretty much – Carlisle still loving the, the 80s and the, and the four straight state uh, basketball titles. I remember them very, very well in covering them. Uh, so, Coach, we'll now turn back <laughs> into Mechanicsburg here. And um, just, you know, one of the other questions I've been asking in the new norm, and, you know, not I won't ask you about Zoom calls and keeping in touch with your staff, but one of the things I find interesting right now is, let's face it, the, the playing field has been leveled, right? There's not one team out there that is getting something that another team's not getting, right? We're all, we're all in our lockdown phase trying to stay safe and, safe and healthy. Yeah. So now when you finally get back, at it, whether that's a month from now, two months from now, not until August, whenever that may be. What is your philosophy going to be? Is it is it? Do you have to go back to square one? I know you're in touch with the kids now, or do you just hit the hit the gas pedal and let's see how fast we can fly? Well, I mean, we're on schedule. Uh, this is week three at home. Uh, as far as doing our our installs and different things like that on the board we're, we're on schedule now we planned on being on the field twice a week in the spring and that's not happening um you know we i wouldn't say square one the knowledge will be there it's just a matter of muscle memory and repetition um now as far as weightlifting and things like that we're hoping that they don't lose that much mass in this time at home um but let's be honest we're all going to lose a little bit here um but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue business as usual as, as soon as we're able to get back in the weight room and get back on the turf. Um, we'll do it. And, uh, and then we'll gauge from there. And my, again, right now, as I keep telling the boys, hey, let's, let's stay positive. Let's continue to be rule followers. And when, when, the, when everyone says it's safe to go back, we're going to go back and we're going to, you know, do what we need to do. Go play some football. It's uh, Josh Oswald on the phone. We're talking Pennsylvania high school football. Uh, Cumberland Valley, his, uh, he's an all, alum there. He's back for his first year. And, Coach, we mentioned a couple of guys that are having fun with the, the, the videos there and the photographs on, on keeping in shape. But uh, let's talk a, a little bit about some of the guys you expect uh, leadership from, whether it's uh, you know in the locker room when we get to that point or on the field. What's your team looking like uh, heading into 2020? Well, again, and this is—I've really only been able to get to work with these guys for two months. Real, right. Realistically, um, you know, there's some great senior leaders. We have about high twenties as far as our 2021 class. Um, you know, and you know, standout linebacker Derek Save uh, is one of our leaders that stands out right away. But we have 
great leadership uh, on the line with, with Colton Myers and Wyatt Martz. Uh, and we have a good running back coming back, Kellen Walker, as well as a receiver and defensive back, Gavin Conklin. Um, and then we have, uh, you know, some other guys, Luke Wellman. All of these guys have been in the weight room every day. I'm not exaggerating that. Uh, since we opened in January, they have not missed a workout. So this is very difficult for them. In fact, these are the guys that are contacting me daily. Hey, coach, what else can we do? Can we hop on a, can we hop on a FaceTime call and talk something real quick? Can we, can we, you know, they, they want, they're starving for just to continue to get better. And um, the, the reality in all this, and I don't know how much you were able to look into it, but this senior class, this 21 class has not had a winning season. And um, that's very uncommon at Cumberland Valley. Mm-hmm. I think we've had, uh, I think we've had maybe four or five um, non-winning seasons since 1979. So to say that they've had their, their first two years in varsity football or both losing seasons, they want to win. They want to get back to winning and they want to be the, the class to do it. So, um, you know, just trying to kind of keep them at bay and, and give them as much work and, communicate with them as much as possible is very important. Yeah, well, I, as I said earlier, I, I, it's hard to take Pennsylvania out of the boys, so I'm, I'm very well in tune no matter where I'm living, if it's California or Atlanta now and what you guys are doing. And, and I try to keep everything high on the, here, right? We, we, we know how good the program is, and I'm glad you're there to try and bring it back. Uh, Josh Oswald, we're talking some uh, Cumberland Valley football. We're going to wrap things up here. I'm going to have you put on your ambassador hat for uh, my statement at the top, which is, and, and by the way, I'm sorry about that Easton loss, but anyway, uh, Talk a little bit about. <laughs> I just had to put it in there. You brought it up. I gotta. Yeah. I gotta jab back yeah. a little bit. But anyway, what I was going to ask you is, uh, you know, I said District Three is is great high school football uh, for people around the nation. I want you to be kind of the ambassador for it a little bit and and talk about the game and in that part of of Pennsylvania because it is good year in and year out. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, we uh, there were six classifications in Pennsylvania. Uh, the, the mid pen Commonwealth, which is our top classification in, in, uh, district three, um, mid pen, which is like the, the Northern region in that district, um, has had, I want to say off the top of my head, three or four in the last five years, um, state, uh, runner ups or champions. I think 2011, I'm aging myself a little bit. Um, <laughs> we've had state champions in the last 10 years, but, uh, it's very good football. A lot of top talent. Micah Parsons at uh, Penn State, um, one of the top is the top linebacker in the country. Uh, he he plays in our conference. Uh, he's from Harrisburg High School. Um, you know, a lot of very very good football coaches. Guys have been here a very long time um, and producing high caliber um, you know football players and guys that go on to the next level and beyond. So um, it's always good football every Friday night up here. Um, and, you know, like you said, just excited to get back to it and, and looking forward to it. Well, I think we all are, and uh, just appreciate you taking some time because this helps all the coaches around the country who are starving to do something other than watch something on Netflix at this point, I guess. And uh, we, we wish you nothing but success. Welcome back home. And uh, I, like I said, it, it, it's all we, uh, it, it makes my, I've got a smile on my face whenever I'm talking Pennsylvania high school football. So good luck this year, and thanks for joining us, Coach. Thanks for having me. Don't forget, when we're not here on the podcast, we are keeping you up to date at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. And we're also keeping you up to date on Twitter and Facebook. Our handle on Twitter is HSFB America. The uh, Facebook handle, if you will, is Facebook.com forward slash High School Football America. Our Instagram 
handle is also High School Football America. And as I've been telling everybody and everybody that uh, operates our social media, uh, we're here for the coaches. If you guys are doing any Zoom clinics or anything you want us to publicize, we are here to help you out. Just tag us at HSFB. America. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding customer service and the most important thing, reliability. And they have different priced plans right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. You've been listening to the High School Football America podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher. 